0: All right, the wait is over. The AP Top Twenty-five has dropped. The preseason poll has Illinois number eleven. That's kind of low, isn't it, Richie? It
1: was lower than I had Illinois at number five, but actually a little maybe higher than I thought they might wind up, just based on all of the other preseason rankings that have you know come out in the last several months. I mean, whatever it is, you know, Illinois is ranked again for. The 21st week in a row, that's, all right. that's impressive.
0: That's Scott Ritchie. He's our basketball beat writer. He'll weigh in on all things polls. He'll talk recruiting, big weekend here in Champaign-Urbana. And he'll talk starting lineup for Saturday's opener. This week's podcast, Inside Line I Basketball, come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money radio show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan.
1: Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Illinois is ranked 11. Let's just get the news out right now. It's abrupt AP top 25 dropped this morning, minutes before we ended the podcast week. I'm Jim Rosso That's Scott Ritchie. Ritchie's a voter, of course. As he told you last week, Illinois wasn't going to be as high as his ballot, and they're number 11. So, not as high as my ballot because I had Illinois at number five. And
1: I would just like to say that the advanced metrics play that out. Um, Illinois has been number five uh, in Torvik for a while now. They've been out for a while. The Ken Palm rankings just dropped last yesterday afternoon, I guess, Sunday afternoon. It's an exciting time. It means college basketball season's here. Illinois number five. So,
0: so uh, you're telling me your fellow writers, your fellow journalists who make up the Associated Press Top 25 are off their rocker. I mean, that's a little harsh, but
1: you know, it's an interesting concept this you know preseason rankings because we've had seven months to talk about it and think about it and change things as rosters changed um, a lot um, but all of that you know conversation really for more than half a year it creates you know a bit of group think I think and uh, I zigged where a lot of voters obviously zagged and I don't know. Number five.
0: All right, let's go over this again. Do not blame Scott Ritchie. Do not fill his inbox with hateful comments. He had Illinois ranked fifth in his top twenty-five.
1: I will tell you the, the it's a good start to the Monday because I already like I've gotten some feedback already, and it was not from Illinois fans yet, but it was positive because the St. Bonaventure fans they're on my side. I because I had the Bonnies ranked
0: is that editor Jeff Delessio yelling at you across the newsroom? A St. Bonnie grad? Is that his burner account
1: that <laughs> that was very excited that I had Saint Bonaventure ranked? I don't know, but that's um, a good start to Monday. I assume it'll get worse just because of the, the internet.
0: All right, well, who did you screw? Let's just be open with that. Who did you mess with that their fans are going to look up your address in Savoy and maybe go the horsehead route? <laughs> be that's rash, I
1: think. Um, maybe, maybe Villanova fans—you know—they were ranked number four in the when the poll dropped you know, today, and I had them number ten. So, kind of the reverse Illinois yeah. in a way. Um, I don't know. I don't think too many fans. Oh, well Maryland fans probably because I did not vote for them. Um, Virginia fans maybe because somehow Virginia wound up at number twenty-five, and I think that's just a case of. Like it's Virginia, so let's vote for them, but I'm not sure that they're I mean they'll be competitive because they always are, but it's just it's hard to get excited about Virginia
0: all right, Scott Ritchie, he is our poll voter, has been for a long time does actual work on this thing <clears throat> for those listening and questioning his mental status. He studies things, he looks at rosters. I'm not sure about watching game tape but yeah, I still. do watch considerable
1: amount of college basketball because it's on like every channel and I can get pretty much every game I want. So that's, I mean, of the sports that I watch, like it's um, it's almost just down to college basketball at this point. A little NBA, a um, little football here and there, a little baseball here and there, but I will watch college basketball.
0: All right. Your uh, ballot is available at newsgazette.com. It'll be in the print editions tomorrow if you want to take a look at how Richie went. Uh, give me your take on uh, on the first preseason poll. Illinois was 11, of course, the third Big Ten team listed. Yeah, behind kind of weird Michigan six and Purdue
1: seven. Which, okay, I mean that's how the Big Ten preseason poll shook out. Um, exactly. Not how I had it, obviously. With Illinois you ranked ahead of Michigan and Purdue, but I'm not surprised that that's the way you know it turned out. You know, with the, in the bigger picture, but um, not a real surprise of the number one either. Gonzaga is your preseason number one team. They got 55 of the, quick math, 63 votes. Hmm. The other eight went to UCLA as number two, and one of those eight was me. Top five, the rest of the way, Kansas three, Villanova four, Texas five. before Kansas. At number three. Yeah, and that's actually what I had, or did I have Texas out of Kansas? Either way, they okay. were in my, both those were in my top five with Illinois. It's, uh, I don't know there's like a ton of surprises on the poll, necessarily. I mean, it's m- most of the teams that I did vote for, uh, just maybe not in the the order that I voted for them. Um, I think the I'm trying to look at the one team that I voted for that didn't make it looks to be Indiana. And they were, among others, receiving votes with Michigan State and Rutgers from the Big Ten. Um, Also ranked from the Big Ten, Maryland at 21, Ohio State at 17. Which I think is pretty standard thinking
0: heading into the year. Love it. Love it. When does the AP top uh, or the All-American teams uh, preseason, when do they come out? It should be this week, okay? Because I, mean, I thought you might actually know because you're on the poll. Yeah, they don't actually. Right. They,
1: they didn't actually tell us in the email when it was going to be published. Why don't you demand answers, Scott Ritchie?
0: Say, I'm a damn poll voter. I need answers.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I've got enough going on that I can't, you know, really focus a lot of energy and anger and, and brain power to <laughs> to things that like they're going to release it when they release it. I just because I want it sooner doesn't mean it'll happen. Um, But, I mean, that should be this week because both ballots were due at the same time. And, like, if Kofi Coburn's not a preseason All-American, then, I don't know, maybe just stop doing it because that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: All right, welcome back to our producer, Ed Bond, week off. Uh, He spent training, calisthenics, push-ups, sit-ups, all that good stuff. So he's ready for the season, which starts Saturday night, thank goodness, because why do I think after a football game at 11 at Penn State we're going to need something to pick my spirits up? Because Penn State, I think the last I looked, was a 23-point favorite? I saw 19, and that kind of surprised me. They must know the quarterback's not going to play.
1: That Sean Clifford's not going to play? Um,
0: That would be my guess. I don't know, has he been ruled out yet? You're, You're kind of the football guy, too.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm, in theory, although with basketball here, maybe more of my... Energy will be directed towards a team that'll probably win more often. Um, it's moved; the line is moved. I thought; I, I mean, I thought I saw that. that's right. Okay. They're a twenty-three point favorite, okay. so that might mean Sean Clifford's back, or it could just mean you know, Penn State's a top ten team and Illinois's not, right?
0: Anyway, let's go back to basketball because but, what I was you. trying to say until you redirected me, well, was there's a basketball game Saturday night. Voice of the I Brian Barnhart, trying to pull off a rare double-double. You know, he's going to do the game in State College. He's going to fly home with the team. And hopefully it uh, lands at Willard in time for him to scoot on over to State Farm Center for that 8 o'clock tip. I mean, it should. Why don't you try that, there, one-game-a-day guy?
1: There's exactly zero chance I, I could make it back from State College. because Believe um, it flying. or not, they don't let me fly on the team plane. <laughs>
0: All right, so (laughs) excuses, excuses.
1: Brian should be fine the football game at 11. And, yeah, that's not a particularly long flight back. It's a 10-hour drive, I can tell you that much.
0: Don't, and this time of year, you're bound to hit a deer, too. So I need you to take your time. So I'm glad you're here and sticking with basketball, even though you'll be weighing in on the football game uh, in the morning.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, obviously the, the game on Saturday night doesn't count it's just an exhibition but you know it it's it marks the the beginning and i'll be really curious to see like what the attendance is like is, is it it is an exhibition game against Saint Francis the NAIA school um in the suburbs so it's not like it's a some wonderful opponent but it's been more than a a year and a half since fans could be in State Farm Center to watch Mm -hmm. this Illinois basketball team, and I think that will probably generate a fair amount of interest. So that's kind of what I'm curious about, because I'm under the expectation Illinois will win against an NAIA program. Of course, I do remember attending an exhibition game in Charleston against Eastern Illinois in Brad Underwood's first season where uh, the Panthers did win, but I have a feeling that, that won't happen this week. Um but I think what I'm maybe looking forward to seeing the most is sort of everybody except the guys you think are gonna be pretty good and in the rotation. Um you know what to expect from Andre Carbello and Kofi Coburn, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams, guys that have been around, guys that are gonna play a big role. But like the exhibition game Saturday against St. Francis next what next week against Indiana uh, of Pennsylvania whatever that means or whoever that is you get a chance to see the freshmen. get a chance to see you know maybe guys like Austin Hutcherson Benjamin Bosman for that haven't played mm-hmm. at all or much the last two years uh, you know see where Brandon Leib is in his development because you know can't teach seven feet tall but you can't teach a seven footer how to be better at basketball he did
0: look tall in that team picture, that uh, taller Robin than Kofi, right, and uh, so not maybe only just tall; he wasn't he wasn't like that guy in Gonzaga tall. He had apparent muscles.
1: Yeah, well, that's the result of you know, a year's worth of adding to his build because you know, he came in last year not quite Chet Holmgren skinny, but pretty close. So, you know, Adam Fletcher is again maybe improving you know, his worth you know, there as he you know, changes another body. But uh, yeah, that's I mean next exhibition game. That's the opportunity for those guys to maybe show what they can do, maybe break into the rotation. I don't think it's going to be you know in a direct line from drop twenty points against St. Francis. You start you know the season open against Jackson State, but they can earn some playing time if they play well in those exhibition games. And again, I think you know, early in the season in those those first few non-conference games.
0: Position next to Scott Ritchie here in the, the News Gazette podcast booth, for those of you who are envisioning these, is a 30-pack of Bush Light uh, delivered uh, by me uh, for all the hard work you've been doing leading up to the season. Yeah. Um, I, I I
1: hate to disappoint our listeners because it disappoints me. Um, I've been promised, I don't know, at this point, endless Bush Light for my, my, my
0: efforts. And, you know... I just haven't gotten any of it. here's the problem back in the day i used to get my kegs at sam's club they don't have kegs anymore so i'm I'm waiting to rediscover where i can buy a keg of bush light and then i will tap it on your porch and we will celebrate for hours okay all right i, I promise scott rich now that
1: you've said this on a podcast where it's recorded for mm-hmm.
0: eternity someone tell me where i can get a keg anymore all right. I, yeah, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. I'm at a loss for words. They're so expensive, too. They used to be cheap. I got a, I got a tapper at home. That's how far I'm willing to go. I have my own tapper. I just haven't been able to find a kick. Anyway, great work, Scott Ritchie. If you picked up your Sunday print edition, you'll know what I'm talking about. I know Ed Bond did. Four pages of college basketball extra, which I know the list was wrong, but you still went with it your top 100 games of the year and explained all 100 why you'd be watching. Yeah, and, you know, List was not wrong either. Well, you went with Michigan at Illinois number two. Obviously, that's the, the game of the year. All right, don't give me this Gonzaga-UCLA rematch stuff. Because <laughs> that's not going to be a good
1: game. going
0: Don't you get smart, Scott Ritchie.
1: It's a Final Four rematch of a really, really good Final Four game. And the teams that, if you remember earlier in the podcast, are ranked number one and number two to start the year.
0: Here's the problem it's in Las Vegas, the neutral site.
1: It doesn't matter. Just because this game, like they talked about it, like they wanted to do it. Then, like early in the summer, it was like, well, it's just not going to happen. They couldn't come to an agreement. And then they, they figured it out, which they should just. Any kind of matchup like that, figure it out. Find a way to play games like that.
0: Here's your problem. You accepted a buyout uh, payment from Paul Klee, apparently, Gonzaga grad, former beat writer here at the News Gazette. There's four Gonzaga games in your top 11.
1: They're playing a lot of good teams. I mean, Gonzaga, Texas, that's a top five matchup. Gonzaga, Duke. How how can you not?
0: Anyway, um, you did kind of okay. You tried to make it up by putting the two Michigan-Illinois games, two and three. Okay with that. I'm all right with Kentucky Duke and Kentucky Kansas. Also top ten. Not okay with Kansas. Baylor. Still can't get into Baylor. Still not buying on Baylor. Well, they, I, don't, I know that. But, ah, they they did have win play.
1: a national championship.
0: And um, you know, Scott Drew is
1: recruiting at a very high level. Has, you know, that championship team was built on a lot of transfers. Now he's just getting five-star guys to, to come to Waco.
0: Your 100th game to watch, St. Thomas at Chicago State. I'll let you explain.
1: Yeah, I mean, that one, and I think I, I had a disclaimer. I was like, just bear with me. Um, it's the, I believe, the first Division One game for St. Thomas, which is making the move directly from Division Three, which doesn't happen. Um, and it'll probably be a win because Chicago State's in the, uh they're just bad. But. You know, shout out to the Tommies, the 358th Division One college basketball program now.
0: Great stuff. Uh, thank you for putting Western Kentucky home of my daughter now, Kitty Rosso. Yeah, they play Memphis. That will be a good game. You got somebody from the Bowling Green Daily News to submit something. That was more impressive.
1: Yeah, I, through the last three weeks where I ranked the top 100 players, then teams, then games, I think in that order, um, yeah, I reached out to beat writers, basketball beat writers across the country, looking for some some insight and also so no you know i wouldn 't have to write about all one hundred <laughs> each week um, so yeah i'm very appreciative of my fellow basketball beat writers across the country for helping out.
0: great read, really pick it up it 's online, I do believe now uh, yeah, should be. I did see it uh, interesting stuff if you 're a college basketball fan. Uh, you will be buying beer for Scott Ritchie uh, after reading all that uh, great, great information. But that was only part of the equation on Sunday because what it really caught my attention was your Kylan Boswell deep dive in the uh, Urbana kid who's now a five-star.
1: Yeah. And you know, spent you know, a good part of the end of the week working on that. Got a chance to talk with Kylan and, you know, his mom and dad, Ashley and Brandon and, you know, Just uh, really an incredible rise for Kylan because heading into his sophomore year of high school, I mean, he had some college interest, but obviously the pandemic cut the end of his freshman year out in California. uh, His sophomore season, California was, I think, like the last state to actually get started in terms of their high school basketball season because he played all the way into June. That's when his final high school game was, but... Won a championship with his high school team, you know, in California. Followed that up by winning. Essentially, it's a high school summer league in Arizona. You know, two titles there. Won you know, 16U Peach Jam title. Then won a gold medal with the U16 USA team in the FIBA Americas Championship in Mexico. And now he's a top 15 prospect and a five-star recruit in the country, and has. Yeah, you know, almost two dozen high major offers. Illinois, though, was among the first and offered him before he went through that incredible June through August stretch. And you know, a main pitch is to come back home because you know, the the Boswells left Champaign Urbana um, after well, just before Kyle started high school, went to California to. Have something like this happen, and you know, so far it's worked out pretty well.
0: You know, I've been here a long time. When there's uh, connections with every local kid ever, right? All right, this connection with Kylan Boswell, his mom's dad, David Ina, yeah, was a beast. Was yep. a YMCA. Was the Michael Jordan of YMCA league basketball, who I happened to bump into a couple times.
1: I can see that because he played defensive line yeah. for John McAvich, and he looks just eye.
0: like Kylan does. You know, big, thick, athletic, menacing. Clearly,
1: I mean, athleticism, athleticism has you know trickled down because Kylan, he's like six one, one eighty. I mean, so he's got a good, he's good size for how tall he is, but I mean, he's a good athlete too. I mean, he can play above the rim a little bit. Uh, but what struck me the most is like I talked with Trent Meacham, you know, who has worked with worked with Kylan before. You know, obviously, they moved out west. Um, and as a middle schooler, just you know, Trent said that his skill level was super high, and it's still high. And like the line that struck me the most, Trent said that like Kylan, Kylan's skill would rival that of like Big Ten guards right now. Mm. And you're talking about a a kid that's about to start his 16 year old. That's about to start his junior year of high school. All so, right, what'd
0: you hear about the visit? Did it go well? Do you know? I mean, they... He commit? He did not commit. Yeah, okay, yeah, checking.
1: But, I mean, you only hear the visits go well, because, like, if they don't, you also, I mean, you won't... You maybe hear glowing things, but no one's meant... No one is like, yeah, that visit was just awful. You, you don't say that publicly. But... There are t- I mean, ob- obvious ties to Illinois for the, for the Boswell family beyond the fact that they lived here for a long time and that Ashley's dad, that you mentioned, played football at Illinois. Um, I think it was funny, like I guess that you know, grandpa you know, told him that drop the hint that he should wear number ninety eight if, if he <laughs> if he plays at Illinois. I, I'm pretty sure you can't do that in college basketball. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah. At least right now, yeah. Because it just it has to do with like how officials relay fouls on players. That's and so, such a stupid rule. It is because it, It's obviously you can do it in the NBA because like uh, around our test war, like what ninety five Denshoven wore ninety one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean there's there's real ties to Illinois. I think Illinois is like the Boswell's are considering like considering that Kylan is considering it pretty strongly and. You know, this was his first chance to see things up close and personal, get to a practice, see how you know, Brad Underwood is as a coach because you know, he you know talking with him, he likes the idea of what Illinois you know has become you know with Al and Andre Cabello guards that just can really you know have the the freedom to run the show and that's what he's looking for and that's what I think Illinois can offer.
0: Excellent stuff. Pick up that uh, print edition. Go to newsgazette.com to give it a read. Lauren Tate even weighed in on basketball. Uh, Went all Gus fan on us Sunday. Calling himself once a (laughs) fuddy-duddy. That's a good way to... You've ever been called fuddy-duddy there? I I haven't. All right. There's time.
1: I'm fairly certain that phrase has worked its way out of the, the lexicon, but...
0: Lauren seems, as he approaches his 90th birthday, seems to be uh, cheering up a bit lately. He, not long ago, said Brett Bealum is is the right guy for the job, despite the record and kind of direction this year. And in Sunday's paper, he was like okay with Illinois being really, really, really good in basketball, and is kind of a, a believer.
1: Well, I mean, there is a reason to believe. Maybe you know, it's, it's a kindler, a kinder, gentler Lauren as he approaches his 90th birthday. But I mean, in this case, he's not wrong. And you know, I had a, I got a chance to talk with Deion Thomas last week, and he said, you know, Illinois hasn't had a team this talented since '05, and that includes last year's team, because obviously Ayotsumu was super talented, and the level of talent at the top for last year's team was certainly higher. It's just it's deeper, I think, this year, and that was reinforced with the open practice, where it's just like there's more guys that you look, you just watch them. And it's like okay, those guys can play. Um, we'll see what it means. Like it doesn't mean anything until they you know start winning games, or conversely, not winning them. But you know, there's there's a reason they were still ranked number eleven, even if I consider that too low. It's just this is going to be a good basketball team. But a team that has some expectations now to live up to.
0: All right, Saturday night, of course, the exhibition opener. Um, your starting lineup hasn't changed. I understand you're, you're sticking to your guns.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I mean the three obvious ones are. I shouldn't say guns. Probably not. Andre, I mean Andre Caballo, Tim Frazier,
0: Kofi Coburn, going to start. And then I, I, I mean, have you I ever owned a gun, Scott Ritchie? No. Okay. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> you're from Eureka. Yeah, mind you. Still no gun. Personally, no. Anyway, how do you chase off the fox and uh, the come <laughs> come for the chickens? <laughs>
1: well, we certainly did not have chickens that that would not have flown. Okay. No pun intended. Um, had the space for them, I suppose. Um, I just, I. Where were we? Starting lineup. Trent Frazier, Andre Curbelo, Kofi Coburn. Locks. Even though Brett Underwood says, you know, I, I don't know who's going to start. I mean, you know okay. those three are going to start. Then I think, it'll at least now, early in the year, it'll probably be Jacob Grandison and Demonte Williams. Two veteran players that you just know are going to do what they're supposed to do.
0: What three of the three freshmen? Who's going to play on Saturday night?
1: All I mean, all of them will.
0: I I, I would think. I mean, if...
1: If it's the point where they don't all three play, then something has gone terribly wrong. And, like, St. Francis is trying to pull what would be a serious upset. And even if the game doesn't count, like if Illinois lost to St. Francis in an exhibition game, I don't know how you rank them. Again, I mean, that's just – that would be pretty bad. But, I mean, all three play. And, again, I think we mentioned this last week, but, like, I think Luke Goody, at least as of a week or so ago, was – leading the way among those those three freshmen. But, I mean, I think the gap can close pretty quickly, you know, for R.J. Melendez or Brandon Pajemski to, to get into that role. But, again, all three of them, I mean, once the season starts in earnest, probably won't play a lot early.
0: Tell me, can I watch this game on TV? Honestly, I have no idea. Probably not. Okay. I didn't think so. So you have to listen to the magic words of, of Brian Barnard, who's our analyst, Deion Thomas is going to be on Deanne the call. Deion Thomas, okay. Yeah, um, honestly, because
1: I mean, I don't. It's on Big Ten Plus, so if you've got the extra subscription stream, then you can watch it. But at that point, I'd probably just recommend Brian and Dion.
0: Scott Beatty on uh, on deck. If uh, Brian can't make it back from State College.
1: Okay, I still think it should be okay. Should be
0: okay for Brian to get back. What else we got going on there, uh, Scotty? Any other recruiting information? We're closing in on data. I know that we are closing in on data.
1: Um, I mean, just on the recruiting front, outside of like Ty Rogers, twenty twenty two recruiting has slowed down considerably, and uh, the four star wing, originally from Michigan, now playing at Thornton um in the Chicago suburbs. So he's in state now. Could be News that player of the year. You never know. Um he had an official visit at Memphis over the weekend. The way Penny Hardaway's been recruiting. A, never want to see that, but always really involved in there. Yeah, I think one of I mean one of the top potential destinations for Ty Rogers. So we'll see what happens there. Um AJ Casey committed to Miami Last week, I think the, the interest both ways had kind of lessened there for the, the Whitney Young forward. So that's probably it. I mean, they've really, I mean, with having you know, J.J. Taylor and his Kenwood teammates, their names, you know, Davis Lowry on campus two weekends ago, Kylen Boswell this past weekend, really pushing on 2023. Uh, speaking of which, you know, 2023 class Jeremy Fears Jr., uh, the point guard from Joliet who plays at La Lumiere over in Indiana, released his top eight over the weekend. Illinois was in that. And if you think about it, uh, a backcourt with him and Colin Boswell, that would be, I think, the ideal for Illinois. I think that's what they want. We'll see what happens there. Michigan State's really come on strong for Jeremy Fears just in the last not even quite a month. So someone to watch there. But... On the data front, I mentioned that the Ken Palm Mm -hmm. rankings had dropped for the preseason. Illinois number five overall. That includes having, heading into the year at least, projected the number two defense in the country in terms of adjusted efficiency. Which is interesting because I think at the open practice, Brad Underwood was lamenting his team's defense. But I I had a feeling that was more of a, he's a little harder on them that way just because... He knows that they can still be better. Uh, so number two defense, number eleven offense, mm-hmm. just looking pretty good. And you know Ken Palm, it goes through the entire season has you know essentially you know projections for every game, odds to win. Illinois is the favorite to win in all but three of its games. At Maryland, at Ohio, at Purdue, and at Michigan.
0: Watch out, seventy six Hoosiers is what you're saying.
1: Not as much because it also includes a projected record, which is not just three losses. And I'll explain it the way that Ken Pomeroy explains it. Projected record is based on cumulative probabilities of winning each game and may not equal the sum of individual game predictions. So the cumulative probabilities for Illinois yield a twenty two and eight record and a thirteen and seven record in the Big Ten, which is currently and these are all projections, just mm-hmm. as a reminder. Thirteen and seven in the Big Ten would be tied for second with Purdue and Ohio State behind Michigan.
0: Hmm. That's
1: excellent. That's still an NCAA tournament team. I mean so
0: good morning, Atlanta Nation. Um six AM HQ dot com. Every day Richie will break down how these many polls uh, voted, what they mean. Yeah. Metrics.
1: Yeah. Well, some. Tomorrow's Tuesday mornings will be I'll, – I'll go deep on the the AP mm. preseason poll. Just who voted for whom and kind of how things all shook Great. out. Great.
0: Love it. Every word. Hey, uh, this segment uh, brought to you uh, by Geritol because it makes us feel old. <laughs> guess whose birthday it is on Tuesday and guess how old he will be. Bruce Weber. I'll give you the name. Okay. How old is uh, he going to be there, Scott Ritchie?
1: Bruce is, uh, like apologies your, if I overestimate here, but like okay. 62?
0: 65. 65. I've, Coach Weber becomes, and it's part of Mike Pearson's uh, weekly Illini Legends, Lists, and Lore, every Sunday in your New- News Gazette. Great stuff as always. Bruce Weber, 65. Doggone it. How's he doing at Kansas State, by the way? All cool. good?
1: I mean, last year was awful. Right. Uh, but it seems like the expectations are a little better this year. Okay. It should be more competitive.
0: Hard not to root for them.
1: I mean, there's a chance Illinois and Kansas State play uh, in the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City uh, before Thanksgiving. Um, it require either both of them winning their first game or both of them losing their first game. But there's, a, I suppose, a potential championship matchup there.
0: Let's uh, make that happen. Uh, well, i
1: Arkansas is going to have a lot to say about yeah, that. Yeah, whatever. Cincinnati to an extent as well.
0: Unless the triplets come back, uh, I don't fear Arkansas. Look it up. Google it. They're Richie. Okay. Sidney Moncrief. Ron Brewer. Those folks. Marvin Delph.
1: I'm pretty sure they're not playing this year for the Razorbacks.
0: Uh, two of my other birthdays i got to mention. Caleb Griffin, Danville product, turns 22 on Wednesday. His sister, Kedzie, is taking over our Snapchat account tomorrow, Tuesday. Follow along. She's still a senior at Danville High School. And then on Friday, Nana Egwou turns 29. Now do you feel old, Scott Ritchie? Nana's only 29? Yeah. That one actually made me feel better. <laughs> um, right? I don't know. Like,
1: I, I feel like Nana and I were closer to the same age, but I'm five years older than him.
0: Ten years ago uh, this season, College Game Day was here for a Michigan State-Illinois game, including uh, or highlighting Bruce Weber. And Illinois won that game, If I if I remember. Don't okay. me wrong, there, Richie. Don't give me that look.
1: I was just I mean, ten years ago I don't even remember
0: what I was doing. So. Chasing chickens away. <laughs> Chasing the wolves away from the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> They're in beautiful Eureka is what you were doing.
1: Uh, that was post college, so I wasn't in Eureka, <laughs> but
0: All right, Richie. Uh looking forward to your uh, game coverage from Saturday night. Uh looking forward to a bunch of basketball stuff. Pick it up every day. It's worth it. It's cheap. It's a bargain. Thank you, Scotty. I'll get that beer right now. See you.